Joining me right now is Invicta FC Bantamweight, Penny Kianzad. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I know that you visited Asia a couple years back and you went to Thailand. Did you ever, did you go to any other countries in Asia? Um, I've only been training uh, like um, in Thailand and then like the States. I've been to, um, no, I've only been to, uh, to Thailand. I was thinking about this year going to the Philippines actually for training. Because I have one of my teammates here uh, that goes over there a few times. So I will probably go to uh, the Philippines. How was your experience in uh, Thailand? I know you visited AKA Thailand, so it must have been fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my first trip to Thailand was only to, um, I was a uh, Tiger first, but, uh, but this was like 2011. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think the MMA was like that involved yet. Um, and then my second time was at Hawaii, still in Phuket, but I was only doing it just because I wanted a Thai fight. I just wanted to do Thai. Uh, but this time I read about AKA and it was pretty, uh, pretty new and it was like um, not by all the other uh, teams. It was like kind of uh, in the middle of nowhere, a quiet place because what I don't like about going to Thailand is that you end up on a fighter street where you see like people that you usually see all the time. <laughs> so going to AKA was, uh, was kind of better because it was more of a quiet area. It was like a 50-minute uh, 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 motorbike ride over yeah, there, I so I like that. Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. That street is not long, and you see everybody... That fighter street. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much fighters, to be honest. Too much fighters. So, uh, But I like the MMA over there, and the MMA coach is really cool, and uh, I'm definitely going back. So. I want to go back to when you were 14 years old, and you started boxing. How did your parents react? How did everybody react around you? Um, I actually got a lot of support. My mom was not really, you know, her moms are. They're not really, yay, my kid is starting boxing, you know, at 14, he's going to get her head kicked in or something. <coughs> my dad used to be an athlete himself, so he didn't mind it. Um, I actually started uh, competing, like, just a couple of months after. So everything went really quickly. Um, I knew I wanted to do something uh, like um, uh, that involved um, um, individual sport. I don't do team sports. <laughs> I don't do team sports at all. <laughs> so <clears throat> after I uh, did some swimming for a few years, I uh, started doing boxing. And then after boxing, it just like progressed to MMA in 2010. Yeah, I saw that in 2010, you did shoot fighting, and you won a silver yeah. medal in the championship, and you actually... Yeah, that was my first, uh, uh, that was my first championship, uh, the same year I started doing MMA, I did the first championship that won silver, and the second year won gold. Yeah, but in that silver, the first yeah. year, you actually fought Lena Landsberg, and no, what? I fought Lena in my pro debut. And no, in her pro debut. Oh. Uh, I fought her when I went three, uh, three. She was my third, uh, third pro fight, and it was in Malma. It was 2013. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought I read yeah, that. I knocked her out. Yeah, she you knocked killed her, her. I know that. Yeah. Sure. But I thought that you fought her in a shoot fighting fight before that. No, no. You you are actually uh, um, uh, thinking about Lena Eklund. That oh. is uh, that's one of my amateur fights, but it's pretty similar. You know, the names in Sweden are basically the same. <laughs> no, no, <it's> totally <laughs> different. <laughs> no. So yeah, I fought her in pro. In the beginning of your career, you ran through, you know, a lot of the competition, you know, in, yeah. in you know, regional competition. And then you actually went over to uh, Cage Warriors and won the title. After that, you left Europe and you made your debut in America. How was that, you know, first flying over there into another country yeah. fighting for such a big promotion? So my first fight in America was against Jesse Jess. And it was a tough fight, uh, but I eventually got the uh, got the win, and I felt that I was like, um, you know, I was pretty nervous for my U.S. debut. I was, uh, but I think I fought pretty good people before that, so I was kind of prepared. But um, you know, it's a different thing when you fight Tanya, you know, and and it's a different thing when you fight Sarah Kaufman. Uh, but I still think that I'm uh, one of the top there, and I still think I belong there. Um, I just, you know, I just need some more wins now. Speaking of fighting Tanya Evinger, Sarah Kaufman, you know, you do not shy away from challenges because those are huge no. challenges. They're at the top of the mountain, and you're trying to get up there with them, right? Um, yeah. There's a lot of people that go out there and turn down fights. You've been very vocal about that. You said that, you know, a lot of people are padding their records and kind of... But they are padding their records. I mean, I see so many fight, it's so many fighters that turn down fights just because uh, if they know they, they can't... If they 100% know they can't win the fight, they won't take it. If there's any doubt in their mind that they won't win, win it, like easy, they, they won't take it. Just because, like, people are so obsessed with these, like, um, perfect records because they think that, okay, I'm going to come into UC. But if they think that, you know, it's not going to get easier there. And and just because you went outside of UC and then you come in, it doesn't make it okay to lose there either. Yeah, like, people people are just happy to be there in, in UC and, and Invicta, but, you know, they don't really want to win them. I don't know. If you if you're just happy to be there, then you have no business to be there. Is my opinion. What do you think about people going on social media and saying that oh that I want to fight this person, but really, when the contracts go out, it never really happens. Like a lot of people say it's in like that. Yeah, I want I want to fight. I want to fight. Blah blah blah. I really want to fight. And then when they get like the paper sent, hey, you want to fight this girl? Nah, thanks. I'm good. I mean, okay. It's like, uh, I actually, I never, ever turned down a fight with Invicta. Like, every opponent they gave me. First, they're like, hey, you want to fight this girl? I'm like, yes, that's fine. Next week, hey, um, we have to change it. You want to fight this girl? Yeah, sure. Just come. <laughs> <laughs> so, it doesn't really matter because, I mean, if you want to call yourself the best, you probably need to fight them. And if you... If you, you know, lose, then yeah, shit happens. You have to work, you have to work on it. I mean, it's no idea. I don't see, I don't see a point of having a professional career and okay, you win a lot of fights, then you lose some and then, and then you think maybe I should retire. Mm -hmm. That's kind of stupid because 
uh, if you can't come back after a loss, then you're not really a fighter. It's my sure. opinion. And uh, talking about coming back, you had a bad, a terrible back injury, and you had some knee injuries. And you and I and I saw that you were talking about that you wanted to maybe hang up the gloves. What got you through those bad times, and who kind of helped you uh, through those times? Uh, well, right after I fought Tanya, um, I was like before that. Even though when I fought Jesse, and, and I, I had really bad back problems, but I didn't know how how um, um, how bad it really was until after Tanya fight. I was getting like after I don't know a year after I think no no less maybe yeah I was ready uh, getting ready for Invicta again and then it's like I was working through the pain and like it was so bad it went from like my discs and all the way down to my feet and then from a sparring I just moved my I, I moved my left foot back and I totally lost like feeling in the left leg it just totally collapsed and. Uh, after that day, I, didn't, I wasn't allowed to do MMA for like three months. And that was, that was my longest break. Um, and I was thinking about quitting because I was like, okay, fuck. Because um, I was in my old team and we didn't have a really good relationship after my loss with Tanya. Mm-hmm. I was basically training myself. Uh, I was uh, just coming in there and training and... Uh, with my uh, with my boyfriend that I'm currently with, actually, um, we met after Tanya fight. So he he's an amateur, but he trained me. He's a really good coach. So um, he trained me, and he's like, "What do you want to do with the back?" I'm like, "I'm not sure. I'm not thinking. I'm thinking about you know, fuck it." But I didn't, and he helped me through it. And you know, I had I had my dad too. My dad is pretty is is kind of weird person. He's like. He thought it was kind of ridiculous for me to stop just because of an injury. So he just, like, uh, tried to push it, you know. He just, like, we sent you to doctors. We do everything. You cannot quit just because of, because of an injury, you know. So then when my back was good, I was still my old team. Uh, and I was – and actually got a fight with Invicta again. I was going to fight. The same sparring I had, I had a guy in sparring jumping a scissor takedown on me and my knee popped. And then I was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck all of you. Um, So the knee popped and I was like, okay, is this a sign? (laughs) But then I was like, yeah, this is a sign for me to leave this place. So after, uh, like when I was rehabbing, I was like, not feeling that I wanted to go back there uh, and eventually I left the team and I'm with my new team now for like one and a half year and I'm injury free since my knee popped for like the third time I'm injury free that's great uh, yeah if any because I've also had a back injury myself a disc and yeah. I couldn't even lay down to go to sleep that's how no 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 it's like breathing wrong was really bad and I was feeling like I was 50 years old I was like you know and and apparently I had it for a really long time and yeah they told me it's like if you don't do anything about it I don't see you having like uh, you know a professional career in this anymore so I thought I was gonna give it a shot so when I was like recovering my knee I was walking around this like terminator thing on my leg 
but I was uh, training every day. I, I did my rehab like a few hours a day. I was doing everything I could do. And the most important stuff was that I was still watching MMA. I watched techniques when I was doing cardio and, and, and everything. I was watching fights because I don't want to, you know, miss out on anything. And then, unfortunately, in, like, the first fight I got, uh, like, so good. Raquel Paul-Louis. And I was, like, after 18, I was away for 18 months. And I was, like, uh, okay, this is either going to go really, really good or it's not going to go good at all. Um, but now, after a year, after one year and a half, I've been with my new team. And I feel more ready than ever. And I feel really good, uh, good in, a, in a Sarah Kaufman fight. Uh, of course, I don't have the experience that she has with like 30-ish fights. But I thought that I gave her a good fight and it was a good match. And yeah. I'm proud of that. And I, and I, actually, I actually took the fight too just because I wanted to say that I fought Sarah Kaufman. So, I'm a big yeah, fan. She, she's, uh, if you look at it, she's the one of the best bantamweights in the world. You cannot deny. I mean, I cannot believe the UFC let her go or didn't like, give her another contract. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. How how can they do that? It was like she had a really close fight with like uh, Shevchenko, and a lot of people thought she wanted, but uh, I think she's great. She's a good she's a good role model. She's a great fighter, and she's gonna be the uh, she's gonna be champ in, in a few weeks. Yeah, now let's move on to the fight that you have at Invicta 29 yeah. on May 4th against Bianca Diamani. It's, yeah. no, it's, it's very clear she's a striker. You know, she likes yeah. to and fight. That's good. I love people that want to strike because, you know, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a candy land for me if people want to strike. Uh, I mean, I don't mind that. I mean, I am a striker from the beginning, but I got, I got a few tools, so... It's all do, you, good. do you feel that she's uh, like too one-dimensional? <clears throat> I think she. I, I don't think she's like really good, really really good at one thing. Like you know, Ronda Rousey with her arm bars. I don't think she's like that. I think she's pretty all around. But I just think that every aspect she does, I do it like ten times better. I'm very particular with everything I do. I'm very, very thorough with my techniques, and I get freaking mad at myself if I don't do it right in training. Because I, I do believe how you train, you fight. So if I don't get it right, sometimes I can look at videos of the girls I fight and think like, oh, she's not doing that right. I want to change her feet. I want to put her hands somewhere else. I, I would do this. I would do that, you know. So I'm pretty thorough, and I could be pretty pretty harsh on myself too when I look at my opponents. Um, I do think I'm better everywhere. Uh, she's really tough, and she, she and you know the advantage the the females have nowadays um, is like I'm really young. I do have a lot of experience. I have like a lot of fights, but you know the older girls. They have that strength, and especially if they had you know if they have kids, even stronger. So, um, she's going to be tough, but I think that, I think I'm just better. I'm just better on everything, and I will show that. Yeah, if you look at this matchup on paper, I think that this 
fight could steal the show. Like it could be the fight of the night. Um, yeah. It could on paper, crazy. this is yeah. really close on paper. But I mean, she hasn't fought a Tanya. She has not fought fought a Sarah. And she has not fought uh, Jessica Rose. And you know, I got really tough opponents. And and it's her Invicta debut. We will see. Um, now this is my fourth fight in the states, and I feel pretty. You know. I feel pretty at home. How do you say it in English? That I'm settled. Yes. Now, so. For sure. Um, now, in this camp, preparing for this fight, is there something that you kind of focused on? Um, what have I focused on? <laughs> uh, um, ever since I came to my new team, I've, I've actually focused a lot of... Uh, my jits and everything but i've been wrestling a lot lately i got some iranian uh, friends that i wrestled with you know are, are, as iranian you really yeah. good at wrestling Legit. especially the guys so i've been wrestling a lot but you know because i have the striking in my you know it's in my spine so i know that from like not even thinking uh but i've been putting putting my whole mma game uh, together in the main event the title is on the line you know, your former yeah. opponent, Sarah Kaufman, is facing uh, mm -hmm. Kathleen Liner, right? Yeah. What do you think, how do you think this fight is going to play out? Because I know, I know you, once you're done fighting, you're going to be out there watching this, right? Because it's interesting. So, what I think, you know what we talked about of, uh, of people fighting, basically, I don't want to say nobodies, because every fighter is good, because mm -hmm. they fight. But, I mean, Sarah has fought me. And she's fought a lot of good people. A lot of people you see, Strike Force, she won over, all, all, over the best. I mean, Katarina's last fight was against a girl that was like 0 and 1 mm -hmm. and a debutante and 0 and 2. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I mean, any, it's anybody's game, but I, don't, I think it's pretty hard to go from fighting an 0 and 1 to fighting Sarah Kaufman. It's, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I think that I agree with you. You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, everybody's got a chance. I mean, nobody thought that I would ever stand a chance. I, I would even last a round or anything. So I was just like, yeah, fuck you guys. I mean, I can do it. Uh, but, you know, I fought really good people. Uh, I'm not taking anything away from her. She can, of course, she can win. But I just think that you need maybe some more tough fights in the, you know, uh, behind you to be challenging, uh, yeah, uh, world champ. For sure. But well, we'll see. I'm pretty we'll sure you're going to keep your eye on there. And, you know, a rematch could be in the future. You never know what can happen. It could be immediately. Awesome. Um, thank you for your time. I know you're busy. No problem. I'm I'm going to continue wrestling, and then I have some other stuff to do. So. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Thank you so much for calling. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.